Hey y'all, it's Dr. Samina Rahman, gyno girl. I'm a board certified gynecologist, a clinical assistant professor of OBGYN at Northwestern Feinberg School of Medicine, and owner of a private practice for almost a decade that specializes in menopause and sexual medicine. I'm a South Asian American Muslim woman who is here to empower, educate, and help you advocate for health issues that have been stigmatized, shamed, and perhaps even prevented you from living your best life. I'm better than your best girlfriend and more open than most of your doctors. I'm here to educate so you can advocate. Welcome to Gyno Girl Presents Sex, Drugs, and Hormones. Let's go. So I've started this podcast and I kind of wanted to discuss why I started it and tell you a little bit about myself so that we understand where I'm coming from and what this podcast means to me. So Gyno Girl Presents Sex, Drugs, and Hormones is my title of my podcast, and so welcome. But I'm a gynecologist. Like I said in my intro, I'm, I'm, I practice in downtown Chicago, and but I grew up in the South in North Carolina. I grew up as the daughter of immigrants from Pakistan. I grew up as the daughter of practicing Muslims, and I myself am a practicing Muslim. And I grew up with three brothers. So, you know, for me growing up in the South as a daughter of immigrants, and not only were my parents immigrants, but my father was actually like the patriarch of his family and really brought over the whole generation of, of his siblings, nine brothers and sisters that came over as well. Their kids were equally affected. So when you transition into a new culture, you always try to imagine like, you know, is there a culturation process that's going to happen? Am I going to adapt to the culture of the society that I'm living in? Or am I trying to retain the culture of, you know, where I've come from? And so, um, you know, my parents chose the latter. They wanted to really retain the culture and trans- transfer it to us and retain the religion and make sure that we were, you know, even though we were sort of the only ones in the area. And so um, with that, with being South Asian, with being Muslim, with growing in the South, one of the questions, you know, I've always asked myself is, the, the things that I, I do, the things that I study, the things that I got involved with, am I brave or am I shameless? That question actually has plagued me probably my whole life because here I am, uh, you know, a daughter of immigrants who um, really, you know, encouraged me to do whatever I can. The American dream was real in our house. We knew that there was no limits to what I could do as a woman. But at the same time, the whole aspects of when it came to women's health and, you know, my role in understanding my own health, whether or not it was like me getting my menstrual cycle, learning about sexual relations, learning about, you know, uh, anything to do with like hormones and, and the stigmas around this kind of thing was never discussed. And it was never supposed to be discussed because you would be someone that's full of shame if you discussed it. So for me, I was always like, I'm starting, here I am starting in college at Duke University in Durham, North Carolina. And of course, I'm studying biology because I wanted to be a doctor so badly. But I also started studying women's studies and religion and the intersection and learning Arabic and all of these things and started writing for the Women's Studies Center. And the question was in my head always, am I brave for doing some of this or am I shameless? Am I writing an article about Muslim women and hijab because I'm brave or because I'm shameless? And probably it's both. Am I going into medical school and learning about women's health issues that have been 
historically stigmatized and not discussed and women had you know very little power over their own health for so long and still do and so by discussing this am i brave or am i shameless i thought about this whole podcast thing and even entering my journey into social media i became gyno girl on instagram and then i started a youtube channel and mainly i'm discussing you know topics around what i treat in the office every day whether or not it's um, sexual pain or persistent genital arousal disorder or you know menopause and the transition and genital urinary syndrome and menopause and pelvic floor dysfunction the whole thing and i discuss this vulvar itching everything and some of these issues are very stigmatized and very shamed for patients and so by coming forward uh you know so many of them have been you know taught that what what they're what they're trying to discuss um, what they're trying to learn about was shameful and takes a lot of bravery for them to even, you know, come to my office sometimes after being dismissed so many times. So then I often wonder, are you brave or are you shameless? And it's probably both, right? Like we we know that, you know, this whole concept of shame is is silly in so many levels, right? That you should feel shame about talking about the menstrual cycle or sex or or any of these things that are physiologic process or even saying the word vagina. Like that's I, when I was in med school and learned, becoming a gynecologist we would go out and my friends that weren't gynecologists were like, hey, please don't say the V word tonight, please. And I'd be like, what? It's Do you not say thumb? Do you not say nose? Like, There's no shame in naming a part the way it is. I tell this story about my daughter. She's four years old and I took my two daughters to see the Barbie movie, which I totally loved, even though I never had Barbies growing up. And you know, at the, there was a scene where Barbie says, oh, well, I don't even have, I don't have a vagina. He doesn't have a penis. And my four-year-old looked at me and said, hey, mama, we have vaginas though, right? And I was like, yeah, we do. And then the, there were three or four people around us that were like, oh, why didn't she say that? She's four. But, but you know, it was like this whole idea, like my daughter, I'm trying to phrase my daughters with a lot less shame that I had growing up uh, on topics um, that are crucial for their health and their, you know, well-being. And so I was actually pretty proud of her for saying that. But, you know, is she brave or is she shameless? So this is something that I have, you know, battled my whole life with, and I want to bring it to the forefront of this podcast. I want to talk about, yes, I want to talk about sex, and I want to talk about the newest drugs, and I want to talk about hormones, and I want to talk about the interplay, and I want to talk about implicit bias and medicine and how you might have experienced gaslighting from your clinician. And I want this to be part of our show. I hope to, you know, bring into the equation a different um clinicians, of course, who, you know, like me, may be experts in this field, or I actually want to also bring in some patients and, and talk about their treatments and their journeys for some of the conditions that I treat so very often in my office, because I think it's important to hear how self-advocacy has had a tremendous role in most of these patients' lives. Like they could have given up after number uh, uh, clinician number five told them that uh, their sexual pain was in their head. Or they could have given up, you know, when they were told that, hey, you know, why don't you just have wine and, and it won't hurt as much? Or, you know, why don't you just relax and, and, and deal with it, you know, kind of thing. And so, yeah, all my patients are very brave. And sometimes they come to me and they say, I just feel like so much shame for even talking about this. You know, I, I have a lot of women of color. I, have, I treat a lot of Muslim patients in my office. I treat a lot of patients um, from India and Pakistan, and I treat black patients, I treat white patients, I treat a whole slew of patients. I'm in downtown Chicago, 
And the, the message is always very similar. Like I had to come through this journey so many times uh, with different clinicians and no one listened to me. And I just felt so much shame in discussing it. But I like to say like, you're very brave for continuing to seek help on your journey. So this is something that I will ask everyone that comes to my show, like, are you brave or are you shameless or are you like me and both? <laughs> so um, I think that that's, you know, some, some questions that I have always had in my head because I'm always trying to figure out like things to, you know, my own advocacy journey and some of what I'm going to talk about. Um, I'll be the first patient you hear about, <laughs> patient zero, me. But you will also hear from uh, other doctors, other pelvic floor therapists, other people in, 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 in therapy, therapists, religious scholars. I'm going to try to bring in tons of people to the podcast as well as, you know, like I said, my patients or patients that have really a desire for self-advocacy in their journey. So I'm very excited. I just wanted to give you guys an introduction of who I am. Uh, again, I am uh, a gynecologist in downtown Chicago. I've been practicing for almost a decade as a solo doctor, but I've been, you know, outside of uh, residency and practicing for almost 18 years. <laughs> well, I am a um, Muslim woman and I treat a lot of Muslim patients. So I understand sort of the cultural issues and religious issues that come up. I believe in self-advocacy. I believe in empowering yourself. And I want to do that as this platform. This is why I am on social media and why I have created this podcast is so that you can learn what you need to advocate for yourself and the education that you need to help live your best life. I have a specialty in menopause and sexual medicine, and these are the, the topics that I see and treat the most, but I will discuss other topics, again, that can help you lead. You learn about it to help lead uh, your best life. So uh, that was just like my little intro, and I hope that you guys uh, join me for this uh, next episode um, where I'm going to talk about vaginismus, unconsummated marriages, and treating it as well as experiencing it. So let's go. Let's get this uh, podcast going. And, and uh, you know, I just said well, this is an intro session of, of who I am and why I'm doing this. If you have a second, please subscribe to this podcast. I'd love for you to be a follower and learn as much as you can about the things that we're going to talk about with all the people on our journey. Please review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. These reviews really help. Review us comment. Tell me what else you want to hear to get more information. My practice website is www.cgcchicago.com. My website for Gyno Girl is www.gynogirltv.com. My Instagram is Gyno Girl, so please follow me for some good content. Additionally, I have a YouTube channel, Gyno Girl TV, where I love to talk about all these things on YouTube. And please subscribe to my newsletter, Gyno Girl News which will be available on my website. I will see you next time.